The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Sangha, community. It is something that, you know, as we start coming back (laughs) or starting to uh, engage more in communal activities, it's a reflection. It's a reflection for me to see how it is that, you know, as conditions change, there are some aspects of the practice that that still we can access that 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 are available to us and that yeah the form may change conditions may change and still sangha community is possible sangha is here wherever we go we can find it I know, you know, the IMC community has expanded uh, to include now so many beings everywhere, wherever you are. So happy, so happy we're connected in this way. I knew you were there. (laughs) I knew you were there. (laughs) But now, you know, we have a name or we have more voices sharing or... And so it makes me reflect how this refuge is one of the refuges in our tradition, in this tradition in Buddhism. Um, one of the three jewels, Buddha, Dharma, Sangha, community. How it has evolved, how it has grown, how um, the significance and the importance of it uh, has unfolded more, uh, more clarity in, in how important has been and pivotal has been for me in the practice. I just even like, wow, Bruno, you were talking about Sangha. Like in the early 90s, it was something completely, um, something I will not connect with. You know, I will come here, I remember coming here and other centers and other places to practice where I will go and I will go just to meditate. That was it. And that was like the, 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 the main goal, you know, and it's just amazing to see how the practice evolves in a way that make us realize that there are some fruits of the practice that then start showing up for us and that if we are um, aware and mindful and we start seeing, you know, how it is that this practice impacts us and in some ways, um, in some ways changes us. Yeah, in some ways. Uh, there are some things that become more clear And so, um, one aspect of sangha, one aspect of community, um, 
that has become more clear for me has been something that Tina Han, I started uh, my the beginning years of the practice, I started practicing in the Tignahan tradition. And uh, Thai would emphasize very much, you know, it's like the community, how, how Sangha is kind of a foundation also for the cultivation of practice. Um, to a point that uh, there were moments in which he would say, you know, my, my triaja, the next Buddha would be the community. And that it is also in community, in Sangha, where also we can find uh, Buddha and Dharma. Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. Buddha, the capacity. is like us becoming aware that we have a capacity to be awakened. That this is not something that is not accessible to us or that is like a privileged way of being or to achieve or but that is accessible to all of us as human beings just as um, just as the Buddha was able to awaken with you know the dedication and vision that he had that we it is possible it is possible to be awakened to be to, to see things as they really are. And so the Dharma, how it is that many of us also become the Dharma and that we can see the Dharma in each of us, that we can learn from each other. Wow. <laughs> that we can learn from each other no matter where we come from, no matter who we are that we can definitely support each other in seeing the teachings, in engaging in the teachings. So yes, I'm very inspired. I'm very inspired by Sangha, by community. Just to see throughout the years, you know, there is something as, you know, um, things change, the rising and passing of circumstances and things, and how it is also that there are changes within the Sangha, and there's also a steady and reliable aspect of it that we can come back to it, that we can just remember it. There is this aspect also of the Sangha. Even sometimes, even within other traditions, you know, uh, we may have a practice within Buddhism, and we also may have other practices, um, other traditions, other kinds of ways to to practice uh, being fully present. And that could be also part of Sangha. It doesn't have to be contained also only within this, you know, this way of being here. 
And so there is something that we can take with us to any any community that were part of us. And it's this aspect of um, creating, you know, companionship and camaraderie and sharing in how it is for us to, to live this life in a way that that creates assurance and safety for each of us. A sangha that we know, like I said, even though I don't know many of you, that there's an acknowledgement that we are interconnected, that we are connected, and that we care, that care grows. that care towards each other. And it touches my heart. It touches my heart, especially during these times. You know, these times that, you know, we are, again, re-engaging, and not only because of, you know, what is, what are we as... um, part of the the community that you know is within the planet but also at a personal level uh, just to see the commitment and dedication that we of each of us may have in finding well-being in finding um, a sense of how it is that we can be in this world and caring, caring for each other at the same time that we care for others. It doesn't become you or me, but it becomes us, us. And so it reminds me, it reminds me just arises in the mind and heart what Ananda said to the Buddha at some point, you know, like Kalyana meet the friends, spiritual friends on the path is half of this holy life. And the Buddha said, no, Ananda is the entire holy life. It's like his entire holy life. And, I'm, you know, when I heard that, I was like, really? <laughs> you know, it's this aspect of Bruni wanting to be in, independent, but independent and not connected sometimes. Just the habit, you know, different habits and patterns that have arise, you know, different aspects of, of this life. And it's true. It is true, you know, it is It is the entirety of the holy life. How? Well, we support each other in cultivating that safety, as I'd say, cultivating and um, creating safety is very powerful for each other, just offering it. But also, in some ways, I don't know how it is for you, but, you know, when I grew up in 
you know, within family, whatever I would call family during <coughs> those years. We learn, we learn from others by just being in the presence of others. We may learn many different things, the whole range. <laughs> Maybe the wholesome and unwholesome. <laughs> it may be, you know, some moments I remember, you know, just seeing myself acting in a way, oh my gosh, this is how one of my siblings used to behave and I'm protesting over this and I'm doing it right here, right now. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> okay, I apologize. I can see it now, just making that call. I'm just being right now um, a caretaker, giving care to my parents. All these different shades, all these different levels of experience within those relationships start also to unfold in a way that I can see, oh, you know, even from here, you know, we take, we, there's, there's aspects here that I have brought to communities in how I am, how I've been, and I can see the changes. Oh, yes, this is where, yeah, this is where this, this was taken. So, you know, I learned from, or learned from other, you know, other moments, other moments in which I've been, you know, in groups or different communities. So we cultivate virtue too. You know, this aspect of <clears throat> caring about each other, there's, there's a layer there, there's some aspects there that have to do with, with virtue. Um, with integrity, we support each other. And we support each other when we practice <coughs> embodied compassion as we are with each other too. You know, just seeing some things that we may not like about ourselves and other things that we are like, oh, this is, this is part of the, you know, beautiful qualities of mind, heart. And this other, other it's, it's okay. It's okay. And maybe we'll learn that when seeing how it is that we are treated by others within our communities, <clears throat> this compassion, this kindness, the sincerity, <clears throat> the sincerity, the presence, how each of us embody this practice also. And so as we go deeper in the practice and we realize 
we acknowledge, we recognize, we give space, respect to all of us, including ourselves. What an amazing support and foundation we have to cultivate the Eightfold Path, the Eightfold Path in community. Because there is a there is an aspect, there is an aspect of the practice that, you know, we start with ourselves. We brought ourselves here, right? <laughs> so we start with ourselves and there's, you know, we start seeing what is the inner community that we have within us. And then there's this other aspect of what is the relational when we are out there how it is that we relate, how it is that this practice becomes alive in other ways. And the Eightfold Path supports us, not only for our inner community, the inner Sangha, but also for the cultivation of the external Sangha, you know? I feel very grateful to Sangha during this time. Just to remind me, just to remind me, oh, you're not alone. Or just, you have your, you know, we have your back. Or, yeah, I've been going through what you're going through. Or just to talk about Sangha, to talk about, what do you think of this teaching? And suddenly, you know, we're seeing each other and like, "Ah, I see it, I see it. And it's so great to celebrate, to celebrate. So this relational aspect of the Eightfold Path, this fourth noble truth, that there is a path that we can cultivate to be free, to to be at peace, wise view, the understanding that, you know, our actions have consequences, our actions of body, speech, and mind. And the perspective of these four insights, practices. Just seeing how it is that we relate to our lives in different aspects. Remembering the wise intention, wise intention of cultivating kindness and compassion and letting go, letting go into more freedom, letting go into, wow, this is not to my service. I, okay, I see it now. And just, okay, thank you. And shifting, it's like suddenly we just don't realize that we have let go of many things. They're not here anymore. Many, many times happen, it's like, they're not here anymore. I'm like, how did this happen? And in some ways, it may not be at that point very important to see <clears throat> when did it happen, how did it happen. But there are some things that are very evident. And is 
how it is that we have cultivated this path, who has been on the path, what has been the steady, steady aspects of the path. <clears throat> and one of those <clears throat> aspects is you. Is the Sangha, is your intention, is your humanity. No matter, you know, if we see each other, Zoom in person once in a while, but just to have that recognition that we are here, that we are connected, that is enough. So, and then we have this relational aspect with people that are not directly practicing, you know, within the tradition, but, but my gosh, in some ways they're practicing with us and we're practicing with them. Why speech? Why speech? wise action, how it is that we create, again, this safety, how it is that we engage in the precepts, and how that changes as we go deeper in the practice. We, can, we, find, we find our way in how, what it means to us and how it is that it offers, it offers safety and connection and support for continuing on the path to everyone. And now, during these times, you know, this aspect of wise livelihood comes more into play for many people. Because we are engaging, and so many things have changed, and we're engaging back in so many ways and in different aspects of our lives. How it is that we appreciate or value, you know, different ways of how we use resources, how we live our lives and this effort the effort of dedicating touching base coming into contact with the practice coming into contact with what is important to us And so how it is that wise mindfulness includes all these factors, all these aspects of the Eightfold Path. <clears throat> how it is that when we remember, oh, there's a body here. It may be a moment, oh, this is how, yeah, this is how we are. This is, this is where we're living right here, right now. And mindfulness of feeling tone, how it is that feeling tone can be an entry door to see how it is that we relate to what is pleasant and what is unpleasant, to see how what is pleasant may condition qualities in the mind that may be not um, beneficial or beneficial. 
for us. <clears throat> and just, you know, getting to know our minds. This, sometimes I call it, you know, this mind, this collective mind. Because we are in relation and there is a, you know, there is another flavor and tone to it. <clears throat> Mindfulness. And so Sangha community, you know, for me in remembering, remembering Sangha or remembering to be aware, to be mindful when Sangha arises, I can see that it has had such an impact in how this body and mind has been able to find some some. Some moments of peace, some moments of calm and clarity and discernment. <clears throat> From the moment in which I started practicing to now, wow. It's a whole different thing. Just being able to sometimes see myself fully and see you fully and being here, being here for the benefit of oneself, for others and everyone. <clears throat> so I just want to plant the seed for you to reflect on what, what is Sangha for you, community, how it is that we cultivate it, how it is that we um, cultivate Sangha in a way that supports us, supports the world. And how it is that, you know, there is also this, it's almost like a mirror too, that there is an inner Sangha that connects with this external Sangha all the beautiful qualities of this body, mind, heart that we manifest. We manifest through our actions of body, speech, and mind. So, may you continue, you know, appreciating, may, may you appreciate your dedication and intention to the practice. And may you know that uh, we're all connected in one way or another. And uh, remember, remember that, yeah, that is okay. It's okay to reach out. It's okay to just remember that aspect of the teachings and that it could be manifested in different ways, in different moments in our lives. However supports you, trust your practice. Trust how you're engaging in it and see how it unfolds, who comes along in the path with you. So thank you, everyone. Muchas gracias. And may the benefits of the practice, the fruits of the practice benefit you and everyone you come in contact with Everyone, without exception, maybe. 
Take good care. Thank you.